What could be worse than an angry or frustrated customer? Well, in some cases, frustrated ex-employees can have an even more detrimental impact on your business. My name is Travis Parker Martin, and I'm the co-author of Delivering Five-Star Restoration Experiences and the Vice President of Product and Marketing and Know-How. Well, we've made it. It's been a wild ride looking at the top reasons for project breakdowns and one-star reviews. Last, but certainly not least, we'll take a glimpse into the most common non-work-related bad reviews, such as reviewers on Google complaining about bad driving or ex-employees that decided to burn bridges and go nuclear on their past employers. The purpose of this episode is to show you how important it is to pay attention to every aspect of your business. One-star reviews can come from every corner, every department of your company, and they all have the same common effect, loss of potential customers. In this episode, we'll hear from our friend John Isaacson on what you can do to avoid ex-employees unloading the ammunition they hold against your company, and even share a few of our favorite jaw-dropping reviews we found online. Let's end things off with a bang and kick off episode seven of the Five Star Restore podcast, Employees Going Rogue. Employees Going Rogue. Initially, we filtered out noise reviews in our analysis, such as people complaining about bad driving from a company vehicle, or a former employee looking to seek revenge, or complain about dishonest business practices by leaving a one-star review. However, as we kept going through hundreds of reviews in our analysis, reviews like these eventually became impossible to ignore. Ultimately, we realized that if they were having an impact on our analysis, they were also having an impact on Google's overall rank of a business. So it was worth discussing in our report. In this section, we'll dive into the two most common types of non-work performance-related reviews on Google. Reviewers complaining about bad driving and former employers complaining about the company. Throughout this section, you'll see that while your ability to deliver a high-quality, consistent product is obviously important, there are so many other factors that contribute to how your business is represented to the world, which means more avenues to go above and beyond or more avenues for things to go sideways. Scorn former employees. Over the course of our analysis, we came across this issue over 2% of the time, but the stories told will have an outsized impact on the reputation of a business in the eyes of the reader, so they're worth taking extremely seriously. After all, it's easy enough to display a shiny exterior to the outside world, but few people would have a more accurate idea of what a company is really like than former employees who've spent time on the inside. Typically, their stories fell into one of three categories. Complaining about not getting paid, feeling disrespected by poor communication, or ongoing full bridge-burning mode and airing company secrets and integrity issues out in the open for everyone to see. Let's start with those, because you know, they're the juiciest. I am a former employee, and that company will try to squeeze out as much money as possible. 
yeah, I was an employee, and yeah, I am a little salty, but I quit because of the unprofessionalism of the project manager. He'd personally state that the drying equipment should be left, even if the area of loss was dry, so they could charge for more days for the equipment. The project manager also told us to make up numbers in our dry book system to show the insurance companies that everything was normal, so that they wouldn't have any questions. In these reviews, former employees blew the lid open on dishonest business practices and occasionally framed these as a reason they quit for everyone on Google to see. These included faking IICRC certification, insurance fraud, and overcharging customers, among other allegations. In some situations, reviewers went into detail about being told to cut corners on individual projects, even though they knew it was the wrong thing to do. As seen with any review, it's important to verify the legitimacy of the claims made, but that doesn't lessen the impact or the damage they can cause. Undoubtedly, during such a stressful and emotional process, if a customer has concerns about the integrity of the people walking through their house, it will impact their perception on the entire process, if they choose to do business with that company at all. Let's start off by saying they have old outdated faulty equipment that leaks all over people's homes. They falsely claim their technicians are IICRC certified on their website. Some of the other reviews here are from employees who work for the company. Please be aware this company is full of lies, deceitfulness, and broken promises. Insurance companies should be aware of their bills as half the time they do not use protocol. The vast majority of complaints from former employees, though, were unsurprisingly about money issues, specifically being owed payment they haven't yet received. Some of these were vendors, others subcontractors, and many hourly employees, but all complained of waiting weeks or months for payment on a job completed. In most cases, by the time of the review, they still hadn't been paid. These people are crooks. They do not pay their subcontractors. We did a job for them, and the customer is really happy with us, and actually still uses us for his electrical work. But the company has not paid us for our work yet. The foreman came into my office smelling like alcohol twice. They've promised to pay me several times, but now they're claiming that there was an issue with our work. What? Dishonest, and would avoid at all costs. Particularly damning in these situations was that often organizations would have one-star reviews from multiple former employees or vendors building a convincing case that there were legitimate concerns and anyone wanting to engage with his company should be aware before proceeding, whether customer or staff. Additionally, anyone who has been in business for more than six months can attest to the difficulty of attracting and retaining top talent. If a business's reputation for paying its employees on time is beginning to falter, how long until other categories in this analysis, such as poor quality workmanship or delays, begin to be affected as well? Beware. This contractor does not pay their vendors. We've been struggling to get payment for 11 months now for services we performed for them. They've been feeding us one story after another, as well as promising payment but never coming through. Finally, the last category of complaints from former employees were those taking the company to task for poor communication, this time from the staff perspective. 
Similar to customer complaints about communication mentioned elsewhere, this category was filled with stories of subcontractors being told to show up at certain locations only for the job to be called off without any notice. In one situation, an employee was given an employment offer, so they quit their existing job, only to have the offer rescinded without explanation. In another, they told an employee they were closing up shop the next day without any warning, leaving them searching for work. As was the case with customer complaints about poor communication, the biggest issue that prompted the one-star review was the feeling of being disrespected. While any one particular slight may not have been enough to warrant an employee throwing their hands up in frustration and quitting, in aggregate, it led to bitterness that gave employees a lot of ammunition once their ties were severed with the company and could be honest about how they felt. Bad driving. While this one isn't glamorous, but it isn't insignificant either, just under 2% of the reviews in our analysis called out bad drivers for everything from side-swiping mirrors to forgetting to signal. In every review we found that referenced bad driving, it was the only issue mentioned, and it's safe to assume that these reviews weren't from actual customers, just ordinary citizens who'd encountered a branded vehicle on the road and were immediately left with such a bad impression that they took to Google to share their story. Yeah, they drive incredibly well-marked vehicles around the city to perform their restorations. So I saw one of their vehicles speeding on the highway today, and the driver swerved off the highway onto the shoulder to pass another vehicle in the most reckless manner possible. Then they decided the speed limit was good enough and slowed down after that ridiculous pass. I cannot imagine why employees would take risks like that for no reason. Nah, I wouldn't use them for restoration because clearly they make bad choices. In some situations, the grievance was indisputable, such as a car accident. But most referenced reckless driving, speeding, texting while driving, or other relatively minor infractions out on the road. Still, the weight of a bad review isn't any less damaging in Google's review algorithm if it was for an egregious reason or an inconsequential one. It's worth remembering when you hand over a company vehicle to a new or seasoned employee that they could have delivered a positive or negative brand experience before ever arriving on site or picking up the phone. Lessons Learned The biggest takeaway in this section should be that employees can influence your company's perception and either help or harm your reputation regardless of how well they can swing a hammer. With the power to drive away business while driving down the highway at their fingertips, high ownership is necessary to ensure that employees represent your business positively wherever they are. That said, there are also more tangible tactics you can employ to ensure that you don't end up in this section unnecessarily and that you've taken every precaution possible to prevent rogue or careless employees from harming your review score. First off, assume that all secrets will eventually come to light. According to the United States Bureau of Labor Statistics, younger employees are far more likely to leave a job than their senior counterparts, with 25 to 34-year-old employees having an average tenure of only 2.8 years. This means that it's likely only a matter of time before your current employees become former employees, and you control how much ammunition you give them if they leave on a sour note. Think carefully about your business practices 
and whether you would be comfortable with them being broadcast on every search engine to potential customers to crawl through and associate with your company name. Sometimes, an employee outburst, either publicly or privately, may come as a surprise to you, but it rarely is surprising for them. Usually, months or years of mounting frustrations precede any displays of anger directed towards an employer. This means that if you're paying attention to how your employees and contractors are feeling, you should begin to sense these things before they blow up. It's in these moments, according to John Isaacson, host of the DYOJO podcast, that managers can put their egos aside and see an opportunity to correct things before they go public. It's important, as people in a position of leadership, that we resist the natural urge to silence negative feedback, John says. Understand that in the pursuit of excellence, negative feedback may be the most valuable. We often learn more from our failures than our successes. If you have one employee that is angry enough at your organization that they are attempting to tarnish your reputation via social media, there is a strong possibility that there are more people in your organization who feel similarly. Rather than tamp that message down, find ways to drive that information out before it explodes in your face. Conduct regular check-ins with your team and build their confidence in being able to share their observations by showing them you want to know where your company is lacking and their thoughts on how to fix these issues. Turn negative feedback into transformation fuel. By empowering employees currently wrestling with doubt, you're giving them the opportunity to play a role in fixing things and giving them greater ownership over the company culture at the same time. Next, over-document and over-communicate things you don't think you need to communicate. You may think it's obvious that an employee shouldn't drive erratically and should obey the speed limit. But people take their bad habits into every job, and the only way to correct them is through intentionality. If employees shouldn't drive more than 10 miles per hour above the speed limit, document that and ensure every employee is trained on it and can access that information. If you have a specific way employees should be dismissed, either fired or let go, make sure that process is written down step by step and every manager can reference it wherever they are. When the process isn't followed, employees get hurt and the business opens itself up to unnecessary risk. Finally, as mentioned in Section 1, look for ways you can begin to push for more consistent communication among employees. This doesn't come easily to most, but when employees or customers are left hanging because no one bothered to pick up the phone or fire a quick text letting them know plans have changed, unnecessary frustration is caused and both parties are more likely to stomp off in anger looking for an outlet. This change will most likely have to be led by management and will be enforced by well-defined policies every employee is aware of. Holding employees accountable to mantras like, at our company, we give our customers a call when we're on our way, or if we're running behind, might feel unnatural at first, but if it's written down and referenced by team members and modeled by management, it's possible to course-correct bad practices and ensure both customers and employees feel respected, even when things don't go according to plan. Come on.
don't sleep on your ex-employees, especially when the professional relationship ended in ways less than good. Your ex-employees have the power to take your business down in the form of negative reviews on Google. If you take our industry expert John Isaacson's advice and conduct regular check-ins with your employees, you'll never have to worry about ex-employees airing their surprise frustrations on Google post-employment. If you want to download the full ebook for free, you can do so at 5starrestore.com. That's F-I-V-E restore.com. This episode was produced and edited by Travis Martin and Corbin Smith. Thanks to Ivan Busenius, Jason Melnichuk, and Candace Washington for their talented reading of our book, Delivering Five-Star Restoration Experiences, an analysis of 1,000 bad reviews in the restoration industry. I'm your host, Travis Parker Martin, and we'll wrap things up next week. I'll see you there. <laughs>